0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Keep the Receipts, the one-man fast break. I am your host, Altamash, and free agency is about to kick off in about a few hours, recording this Thursday night. Free agency kicking off Friday morning. Not free agency. Teams can start talking to players. In other words, free agency pretty much kicking off because these players are going to sign contracts and agree to contracts that have probably already been agreed upon and right at 12 o'clock Woj and Shams are going to drop all these bombs with including that speaking of bombs they already dropped one earlier today which was that James Harden is going to opt in to his contract his last year his player option with the Philadelphia 76ers and seek a trade for the longest it was assumed by many that he was going to opt out and look for a max contract or a a good payday or some sort of you know long-term contract that'd be three, four years. The Rockets were in the mix, and then there was rumors that the Sixers pretty much had him and he's gonna play for the Sixers, and now it's he's opting in with the Sixers, but then requesting a trade pretty much. Wild. That's like one of the crazy storylines. I guess the, the first storyline of the offseason, James Harden was a big name in the offseason free agency market, assuming he was going to opt out. Now he's not going to. We'll see how that kind of changes things because now teams can trade for him. And it's not necessarily about who's got the most cap space anymore. It's kind of about who wants to actually bring James Harden onto the team. And the names that came up are the Clippers and the Knicks. It's going to really matter, right, about, first of all, the teams that actually do are willing to trade for him and what that package looks like. Paul George's name has come up in trade talks already. Is that what they're trying to do, uh, team up Harden with Kawhi? Because I don't see it being a Harden in Paul George. That wouldn't make any sense if they traded him for Kawhi. I don't think they would do that. It wouldn't make any sense for them to do that. Paul George would be probably the guy that's going the other way in this trade. And then Harden getting back with Westbrook and Kawhi Leonard, that would be interesting. I, I don't really know honestly how things are gonna work. It's gonna be this one is like I don't even really have a great thought as to what the trade would even look like or how the teams will make it happen, right? Daryl Morey, very peculiar, right? Harden wanted to go to their, like the Rockets, and the Rockets kind of like backed him away or maybe his demands were too high in terms of how long his contract was supposed to be hindering the go to the young players and now he was with Daryl Morey and now he's pretty much saying he wants to leave it's gonna look a little weird right I expect Harden to like not play for as many teams as he's probably gonna go play for now that'll be what four teams will be the fifth team that's crazy because when he was with OKC everyone pretty much thought he's gonna finish his career in OKC or he's gonna play like seven eight years turns out it was only three years and then he was with the Rockets and for the most part I expected him to like maybe go to another team but like further on uh, later down the road in his career but the fact that the Rockets did not win a title kind of you know accelerated that process of Harden actually going to a team to go try to do that right then he went to Brooklyn Nets and that didn't work out and then he went to Philadelphia and now he's going to be on another team At one point, it's kind of like, you know, it kind of loses its luster. Like, I feel like great players, I could be kind of crazy. I feel like great players, they should only be on like max three teams. I don't know if that's even a thing, but that's what I feel like should be the case. Like LeBron, right? He he went to three different teams. He came back to the Cavaliers. So I guess if you want to count that as a move, although he came back to the team that he'd already been with, but I don't know, it just feels weird. Like Kobe was one, with, uh, it feels so right, right? Kobe with one team, Michael Jordan, one team, Tim Duncan, one team, Magic Johnson, one team. It's. It just feels right. And not that comparing those guys to Harden, but the idea it just feels weird, right? Like that Shaq kind of lost his luster when he went to the Celtics and the Cavs and, you know, Phoenix. And uh, there's that viral photo of him, uh, the rainbow Shaq jersey. Uh, With all the different teams, the Lakers, the Celtics, and whatnot. It just kind of loses luster a little bit, right? If you're just going from team to team towards the end. Harden isn't even at that point. Shaq was. It was like, who's going to take on Shaq's contract towards the end? Who really wants to bring Shaq on their team? So I could understand Shaq kind of doing that because you're like, hey, another year. You you get paid another year, right? But Harden's not at that point. Not to me, at least, right? He's still a very solid player. Really should have been an all-star last year. He wasn't. But all-star level numbers. Night goes to if, if he goes to the Clippers, which maybe that's the route the Clippers want to do, I'm trying to make a splash move because the Kawhi Leonard PG duo did not deliver what they were expecting, especially after they traded all those first round picks to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And you got nothing to show for it except a 3-1 choke job in the bubble against the Denver Nuggets. And that's the furthest you've been. You been you got to the Conference Finals, then Kawhi Leonard got injured and the rest was history. The Phoenix won that series. It's going to be unique to see, right? Because I feel like Harden and Kawhi would actually work pretty well if that trade was to go down. Again, it would depend on what the other pieces were. You got to still be able to build a good team. The Clippers do have solid players and a good team, but just lacking their actual superstars from playing games. Harden can be that Point guard that they need. He can set Kawhi Leonard up, and Kawhi Leonard, we know he's a closer when he plays. However, he doesn't play enough. He just never plays enough. Maybe this is the year, right? This is me wishful thinking times nine thousand. Kawhi Leonard, if he plays well, we know he's a top five, top top five player at his peak. Closer to top 10 probably right now in terms of all the injuries that he's had. And for those who don't know, like you can't even win an award anymore if you don't play 65 games. You can't be an all-NBA team. You can't win any of the individual awards. I don't think Kawhi really cares about that. But at least that's got to be the benchmark for most players, right? 65 games. That means you could still miss a quarter of the season pretty much and still win an award. And I think they put that in there literally for Kawhi Leonard because I remember the year that he won defensive play the year. I think he played like 60-something games. And everybody's like, how did you get it? You didn't even play enough games. And I, and I loved it because it stops the load managing crap that's been going on and that's been a disease that's ruining the NBA product in the regular season. Nobody seems to care about the regular season because the players do not care about the regular season. And I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I think this is a fair point to make about Kawhi Leonard. And if Harden is teammates with him, we know one thing about Harden: if he's not injured, the guy's out there playing, and I love that. And I feel like most star players should take the same, same route. Kawhi Leonard is a little different; he's always had injuries, so I can understand that. But it feels like sometimes, like you don't play back to back, so you play every, every whenever you kind of want. It can't be like that. It's a job; you got to show up even when everybody goes to work. There's a lot of times you don't want. Nope. 80, 90% of the time people don't want to be there, but you gotta be there. You gotta show up and do your job. Yes, the NBA is different. Yes, as basketball. Yes, as a sport. It's all it's different, but the idea is still the same. Very excited to see what happens, and then we'll see if maybe if the you know the Knicks possibly could make a trade for Harden, what that would look like. You wanna keep Jalen Brunson, obviously. You wanna keep Julius Randle. What trade do you possibly make? Or do you trade young guys? Do you get give them picks? It's really. It, it's a really weird situation, the Harden trade, if it happens, and who's going to be able to do it. We know Darren Moore usually, he doesn't make bad trades, so I don't think the Philadelphia 76 are going to get fleeced in any trade. At least I don't expect them to. But it remains to be seen. I uh, I don't get the idea. It also depends on what Harden wants. Does he want to go to a contender? I assume if he wants to get traded and he opted in, he wants to go to a contender, otherwise you would just opt out and you know take a max contract. Or something close to that from a non-contending team. So I think it looks like he wants to play for a championship or at least have a chance to do so. I don't understand why he didn't want to be on 76ers though. Because I feel like if you're trying to compete for a title, that might be one of the best spots you could possibly be for your kind of game. Joel and and Harden obviously they didn't get it done. They lost by like 30 points in game 7 against the Celtics. But still had a good regular season. Still had a good playoffs uh, playoff run. Although they Joel and Beats can't seem to get out of the second round. I felt like the... I don't know where else... Like I just don't know if it, the, the fit anywhere else makes 100% sense. Maybe it will. Maybe the free agency moves and all these things after they get done. And it's also a matter of timing now. Does the Harden trade take place first before the team that... Is trading for him starts making their free agency moves? Or is it after the fact? That remains to be seen. It's kind of up in the air. It's really intriguing. I think this is one of the first times I really don't understand the motive behind Harden's trades or the request for a trade. All the other times I understood it when he wanted to leave the Rockets, 100% understood it. A lot of Rockets fans didn't. When he left the Nets, 100% understood it. A lot of NBA fans did not understand it. A lot of Nets fans were like, oh, he's quitting on the team. And then you find out a year later, like literally six months later, Kevin Durant requested a trade. And then eventually Kyrie Irving got traded. And then eventually Kevin Durant got traded. So Harden was just ahead of the curve on that. This is the first time I just don't really understand what the motive is. Maybe it'll make sense. I just don't know. Um, I'm going to wrap it up for this. It's going to be a little quick episode. Uh, Free agency, of course, the teams are going to start talking. So there's going to be a lot more news to cover as the as the day go, uh, as the days go by, especially going into July 4th and then free agency when it actually starts, we know there's gonna be tons of moves and tons of craziness happening. We'll try to cover all of that as it happens. Uh, try to be a little bit more active on different platforms, trying to do, you know do some more posts on Instagram. So if you guys you know follow the Instagram account, that'll be really helpful. At keep the receipts pod uh, would be really appreciated if you guys do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. And on that note, I am. Out.